Boost those back. Tell a friend. Let's do it. Welcome back to the Swoosh Life Podcast, episode 62 and episode 2 of season 4. We're rocking it and we're back and we got a very special guest, Mr. Jack Slade in the house, uh, also known as Kusto on everything, Twitter, Instagram, all that. Welcome back, sir. Glad to have you back. And uh, guys, we have lots to talk about, lots to cover, and uh, this is going to be an episode for the record books. How are we doing out there? I'm doing good. I'm really impressed. I, I got to say, Jacques, you kicked off our season last year. Like, I think once everybody saw that Cousteau was on the Swoosh Life podcast, everybody wanted to be on there. So oh, wow. I really appreciate you. Really appreciate you. And you are representative of the entire sneaker community and everything you're doing for golf. So I'm super excited. I'm super excited. Uh, we'll kick it to Keith and then Jacques. Love you. Let you talk about last few weeks, what you've been up to. Okay. Yeah, it's a pleasure, Jacques. Welcome back. Uh Finally hit 60 degrees in Connecticut today, and I swung for the yeah. first time since November. Oh. And I'll let you know in the morning. I'll send you guys a text if I can get out of bed because that's <laughs> how the back is going to be. But yeah, it's going to be like this for the next week and a half here. And I'm just like, I, no. what, I don't know what to do. I really don't. It's 70 in Syracuse, and I was in a basketball game all night. So that wasn't very fair, unfortunately. But we're here now. It's going to be great. Chuck, how you been? Everything, been, been what's good. been going on? I've been good. No, no complaints, really. Just, you know, just living life, just trying to keep the sneaker thing going, trying to keep the golf thing growing and and everything in between those two spaces, trying to be involved in everything in between those two spaces, to be honest. I I, I hope you didn't turn around the hat because you're trying to hide the mall bond. You don't have to hide the mall bond. No, no, I just turned it around just because I don't <laughs> he's, know. He's watching me. I do have the mall bond. I have the mall bond there. I've been a huge fan of mall bond. We're gonna talk some mall bond a little bit, but okay. for return guests, we do a little modified version of three, two, one. So because you are our window to the rest of the sneaker world outside of Nike, I just can't wait to hear three, two, one, number three. What are your three favorite sneakers right now? That everybody in the golfing world should know about off the course. Uh, off the course, um, I think the uh, AE One from Adidas. Uh, they're doing yeah. a terrific job with Anthony Edwards and his new signature shoe. Uh, just Adidas in general, like well, their whole basketball division has a new um, let's call it design language, mm-hmm. and it's working yes. really well for them right now. Um, a lot of basketball shoes felt stagnant for a while so it's really exciting to see adidas kind of come out of the gate in 23 and 24 late 23 and this year and really have some more energy and have some energy in the space so i think that that's fantastic um who else uh i mean if we're keeping with the basketball train anta with the Kyrie, the kai one i shouldn't call it the Kyrie one the kai one kai one shoe of the moment yeah yeah it's the shoe of the moment and it looks fantastic it's very in line with what i think i would have expected from him from nike um but i think this one has a little more personality that's really it really feels like a Kyrie shoe uh from what i've seen so far i haven't had a, pa- a pair in hand yet um, that should be happening relatively soon. So uh, kudos to them uh, for for that. And then what's the third thing that's uh, – hold on. Let me look around. Um, 
I would say probably New Balance. Like the 550. I feel like the 550 still has a lot of great energy behind it. And they've been doing some really great kind of off-the-wall colorways with the 550. So if you don't want a pair of Dunks, I think you can get away with a pair of 550s and, and really like put together a really nice outfit that people will respect and love. And New Balance just reporting over 20% growth last year. So for all, all the things that they might be misstepping with Zach Levine and Kawhi Leonard, they're doing some really good stuff off the course, and they've been a classic. So number two and three, two, one, what are your two favorite golf shoes in your rotation right now? Uh, right now, my two favorite golf shoes, uh, I've been playing the most in the Samba and the Puma Slipstream. Those are probably my two favorites right now. Uh, and what I'd love to know, last one before we kick into Sunday Red and we get into the hot topic, what's your favorite thing in your golf bag right now? This could be a, a club that you're really swinging well. It could be your favorite ball marker. It could be the bag mm-hmm. itself. What is something in your bag that you're really vibing with right now? That I'm vibing with right now? Um, I would say there's two things. Uh, God, I, and I feel bad that I don't remember his name. I played with a guy at the Hype Golf Tournament. And he made a custom divot tool out of like an old like hickory stick and just like a little pointer. And so it's it's only about that long and the hickory portion is only about that big. But it's like this really cool like divot tool. Every time I kind of pull it out, people are like, oh, kind of what's that? Like, that's a cool divot tool. That and um, what else? What else am I digging that's in my golf bag right now? Um, probably alignment sticks. Probably my alignment sticks. They'll, those are like from a, a very selfish, I need to get better uh, angle. My align, my alignment sticks are probably the uh, the coolest thing in my bag. Or they should be. Who do you bag. have? Do you have like bubble whips or what kind of alignment sticks do you have? Oh, I just have some just, just basic regular. random He's ones. He's got Home got Depot painter on. sticks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what I got. Part, oh. So they, they're smaller. Yeah. yeah. Just, just like those, it. just because I wanted to be able to stick them in the side of my bag and not stick them inside the bag. I wanted to stick them inside of the side pocket. So I, like I, I, I bought the ones that are detachable, but they kind of, they're not as straight. They kind of have a little, mm, like kind of little gap to them with where they connect. So I'll blame that. You on start working on that arc. You start right. working on that arc a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's helping, it's helping my arc. My arc. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Very good. No, nothing Nike there, which is okay. You're, you're a man of all sneaker culture, which I think is yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean I you do it. Anybody has reimagined fours came out though too, huh? and I think that was one of reimagined fours came out. Yes, from, and they're great. They're and I love. I them. think it was one of your favorite shoes, if I recall. Yes. Last episode that you're on. Yeah, the fours so, is one of my favorite shoes, ahead. and the the reimagined. Yeah. I like. The, I actually like the leather probably more than I like. The new buck, I feel like the leather is going to hold up longer yeah, and nice. um, it'll wear more like a Jordan 3 will wear as opposed to the way that a, uh, a new buck or suede would wear. So um, I think I'm going to like that, especially when they start to crease a little bit. It'll look it'll look a lot nicer. So I have the um, the military. I just have these here. So they're so close. They're close enough. So, so much within arm's reach. Yeah. So, so <laughs> like you can see these, how like they've creased a little bit. And so like, and these were like from maybe two years ago. And so like, I just feel like once they get to this point, like that's when it's going to be really great. Like I, I can't wait till they get to this like worn yeah, kind of like, you know, nicely worn in feel. I think that's when it's going to really. Yeah. Really now, is that, so is great. that one leather or is it 
the Durabuck because there was that discussion about how the original fours were actually not Nubuck, they were Durabuck, which was like a pleather Nubuck. Yeah, combat, so that one's right? leather. That that pair is leather. That's from I think maybe 17 or 18 or something like that. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, Gumby, ask away. Ask the Sunday red uh, questions. We can't wait. All right. So but I I do want to preface this by saying you guys might be saying, hey, you know what? Not a lot of Nike answers. I think that's just telling of the state of what Nike is at right now, which we'll yeah. get into in a little bit. Yeah, that's so go ahead, Gums. That's a different conversation. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> right, so, so, uh, Jack got to attend the Sunday Red launch party out there, and he was uh, I was watching his live. I think Keith was also watching his live. No one could watch Riggs' live because he couldn't hold his hand up. And then Jordan was there. Our friend Jordan Rogers was there as well. Um, and just like Kusa was on uh, shouting out when Jordan got a shout out. We were too. So uh, how was it? How was, you know, the whole experience of going to the Sunday Red thing? Obviously, it's top notch when it's Tiger and Taylor made. Um, obviously, it's a little bit like under wraps everything. Yeah. Um, but then you kind of got to touch and feel these items as well. And we haven't yet. And we won't, right? It's it's DTC. It's direct to consumer. So Give us your overall impressions of the event and then the products um, as well, if you can. Uh, so the event was very much a, a golf style event, uh, very classy part of Pacific Palisades, very nice place. Uh, uh, some, you know, it was it was the kind of place where I felt like I probably shouldn't be here kind of thing. Uh, you know, <laughs> too, too nice for me to be here. I don't want to touch anything. I don't want to break anything kind of thing. Um, very, I don't know if you've seen sneaker events, it kind of felt a little bit like that, where they have all the product with like top down lighting that looks great, but it doesn't make for great photos, kind of thing. So, like, mm -hmm. that's always uh, uh, something that I take issue with. I really yeah, wish washes it out, right? Yeah, I wish brands would be more like Apple in the way that they present products and they show products to people. Because it would look a lot better to the audience, I think, and it would make the audience get a better idea of what the things look like. Um, but the event was was great. Uh, I knew a couple of people. Like Will was there, uh, Jordan was there, um, um, Landforce was there. Uh, yeah. Who else was there? Um, uh, Ube was there. So there, there was a couple they of just I knew. They just followed us, by the way, on Instagram too. So and he's uh, he should. he's done some he's done some cool stuff with my buddy Cavi as well. So that's yeah. Ube awesome. Ube so, is dope. I tell people all the time, yeah. like Ube is like one of the dopest people in the golf space. I mean, he's a dope cinematographer, cinematographer. Period. Yeah. But he is absolutely murdering it when it comes to golf videos and golf content. His storytelling is second to none, and the way he frames yeah. up shots is just is just amazing. Like I, I envy. Like I watch his stuff, like I, I need to learn how to do this better. Yeah. So shout out to Ube. Um, but the rest of it was a, was a bunch of golf people that I didn't really know. Um, uh, even though I'm in the golf space, I don't like I don't know a lot of people face to face. Like I may follow them online, but they're not. You know, I haven't done enough where they're familiar with me and familiar with my work. So it's always like a weird thing. Like even with rigs, like he was like holding his camera up and, you know, struggling to it. And I was like, yo, just come sit down, just sit down next to me, like towards the end. And that's like, it'll make it a lot easier for you. So you're not, you don't have to sit up and hold your arms up all for the whole thing. But like, that's the first time I met him was, was there. And like, we talked and, yeah. you know, ex 
said hellos and all of those things. And, you know, I gave them a bar about what the stuff that they're doing and how I think it could be better and more inclusive and stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, but overall it was great. We didn't get to touch or feel Tiger. If that make you know, it was really much like <laughs> Tiger on stage, <laughs> far away from everybody uh, with Aaron Andrews and the, and the CEO, David. And, you know, they did their Q&A and like Tiger came and went. It was like, you know, Tiger, ladies and gentlemen. And then it was over and it was like. Like Elvis. Tiger's gone. It's a magic show. <laughs> Just a magic show. Uh, how is the product? Because I think like for someone like me, who is a bigger guy, I am, I have my concerns about it because I can't touch mm. and feel, right? Mm. And I can't know if it is like, with Nike stuff, ADV is not stretchy. It is, it's like air holes and stuff like that. So yeah, it's breathable, yeah, yeah. but there's no give to it. Whereas then some of the new like victory line and some of the tour line is like, is stretchy and it's movable. So I know that I can tuck it in, right? Like I can get bigger stuff and I have no idea what the size range is going to be. I have no idea what the price range is going to be. So it's going to be hard for me yeah. as a consumer if, doing direct to consumer to go buy, purchase uh, a, products because i'm not sure what it's like so what is it like it like polo wise i I can kind of figure out between the sweatshirts and other stuff like what it's going to be t-shirts and sweatshirts kind of don't really change right but polo wise do you have a comp to what it is like or um so i have gosh um so there's a mix there are some that are not that aren't stretchy and there's some that are stretchy it felt like a lot of the product was there was kind of like almost like samples kind of stuff so i don't know if the stuff that i had my hands on is going to be the final product um some of it was stretchy but like they weren't named kind of thing it was just product on the wall they didn't have like oh this is the sunday red sunday polo this is the the sunday red off course polo there was like none of that it was just like polos on the wall kind of thing um some of them were stretchy some were some were really thin some had a little thicker material it felt it definitely felt quality i think they're they they're they're focused on making sure that everything is of a high quality especially when it comes to the polos and i i there's a couple of them that i would wear some of the patterns just felt too like golf bro for me um just i mean just to be fair but some the camo like, one yeah like the camo <laughs> one yeah it feels a little more golf bro than i'm than i'm uh prepared to style which is great there's a whole audience for that and like that is is part of the i think what people are trying to figure out with the line is who exactly is it for um because yeah. tiger tiger has a very dedicated audience obviously and i don't I don't know if the line was meant to sell to people like us that kind of bridge the gap. You know what I mean? Because we're part, we're golfers, yes, and we're hardcore golfers in in a sense, but we're also a little more, I would say, stylish than your average golfer. And we dress a little differently and like different cuts than your average golfer. And so I'm not sure that the line is necessarily cut for us as it is more for the hardcore performance golfer kind mm-hmm. kind yeah. of thing. And that's 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 where it feels like it's being marketed, at least at the moment and from the way that it was presented with it being like, 
Tiger being like, this is stuff that I'm approving and it's based on performance and me being able to swing and me being able to move and there's no seams. Like all those things are like performance technical things, which don't necessarily translate sometimes to style sort of things. So, so yeah, so it feels more Peter Millar than Grayson or cause that's the price range that I'm, that's the price range vibes I'm getting from what you're putting down. I think, I think it's definitely, so what's, what's a, what's a Peter Millar polo? I don't, you know, bigger fit, baggy fit. Uh, I don't think it's going to be looser. bigger baggy fit. I think it's going to yeah. be, I think it's going to be a little tighter fit. I definitely yeah. think it's going to be a little tighter fit just because, um, as you saw on I stage, think Peter Millar like, 50 and up, right? Like 50 and up Peter Millar, yeah. 50 and below in shape people, more Ralph Lauren X, RLX type is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. yeah. I feel it's going to be, I feel it's going to be like yeah. fitted. Like, I mean, cause you saw a tiger, he had the cashmere thing on, came out looking like the rock. I was like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> gorgeous piece. That piece like, is awesome. Yeah, I was like, they're lucky. Yeah. I did, I, my, my question was literally going to be like, first off, bro, like, I don't know if you've been to jail or not, but your arms are massive right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you've been doing. That's <laughs> <laughs> all he can do because the rest of the body is broken. Yeah, yeah. I was like, bro, you you been on the on the bench press for real. Yeah, man. Um, so I think it's going to be that. Like, I think that's the fit for more uh, more yeah. athletic bodies. I think it's, it is what it's built for. But they they still have the stretchy stuff. Like, hold on, I'm gonna grab the. I have the hoodie here. Hold on. Ooh, is this the cashmere hoodie? No, not the cashmere. I think this is just a uh, tiger. Because um, I feel like that thing was going to be black one dollars. Yeah, that that. One, I like I like black the black one. one, and I like the 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 loop the lace, style. Like, the I think that yeah, loop style black is different. One. So that's they, a must yeah. have. That's a must have for me. Is that one? I was going to ask you, Jacques, what was your favorite item in the in the goodie bag? But I like this one that you're about to show. Yeah. So they gave us <laughs> for everybody watching on YouTube. They gave us two pieces. This is the. Uh, I guess lounge short, I guess is what it's called. So yeah, they, I saw this with land for it. Okay, this is yeah, controversial this is like here. Lounge short. So this is more like a casual kind okay. of short. Um this has the the Sunday red down here and stitching. I don't know if you guys can see that. So this like, piece looks awesome, but yeah. the thing that concerns yeah, me, Jacques, large. is he's been wearing the TW practice short from 2012. Every time we see him in shorts, so you know, oh, is he going really... to switch over? But that <laughs> yeah. looks that looks nice. This is like yeah. a sweat shorts, like sweat sweatpants material, and I doubt he wears this. But like this is great. Like these kind of details, the little touch. Yeah, the little touch yeah. of red, like red that's line. really great. Um, like high quality laces, like that's always really great. Like that kind of stuff is really really nice. Where yeah. it's, yeah, it's like, like kind of high quality. There, stitching is really nicely done. Like. This is like a high quality pair. It has just like the logo there on the on the back. Let me yeah, that's, that's a square SDR with the yeah, the square yeah. SDR. I'm not. I yeah. Are you sold on the fan. SDR? I'm not a fan of that SDR with the tiger lockup. I don't. Right. I don't yeah. like that lockup as much as I like just the tiger or just the Sunday red. But yeah, you know, I think we all agree on that one. It's not. It's not my brand. So. <laughs> and then we have we need a Cousteau brand, brand. With big, with the big tiger embroidered logo. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, just the details the like this, thing, where it has Sunday red. Uh, so I don't know if you yeah. see that. The Sunday yep. red on the laces, which is a great touch. Uh, then they have like Sunday red going down the side there and like embroidered yeah. in. And again, with the, the red detailing. So I think that's kind of going to be their thing, just like that little touch. And it makes it it makes it definitely feel 
premium. It's it's a nice material. It's stretchy, so you have that going on. And I think it's I think it's well done. Like they did a they did a good job on those pieces that we got. We got gloves as well, and then a, like a ball marker. Um, I think people got towels too, but they messed up on the box that they sent me. And uh, literally all it had was the ball marker in there. So I didn't get the rest of the stuff that everybody else got. Unfortunately. Uh, so, so the only the only thing miss I think that there was was when he goes to play at the Genesis, he's got the sweater on and it's not that hoodie. It's not he doesn't have the big ass tiger like he should have just came out like Superman with a bit. I was talking to Lauren about this. Shout out to Lauren. You know, I would have just loved like a big old tiger logo like right across the chest. That would be great. So my question for you yeah. is, you know, I, I look, it's tailor made. They're going to get it right. They haven't been in the apparel game. You know, they used to be owned by Adidas. I feel like eventually they'll get designers and they'll get stuff to make this feel right. My question is, do you think this has legs to go past Tiger's playing career? Past his playing career? I think that's it, that all depends on how things play out, I think, over the next couple of years. I think that what we see from the brand over the next few years will determine the, what the longevity is. I don't, I, I, I honestly, I, I don't feel like I could make an accurate like prediction based on just what we've seen so far. Um, they're obviously going DTC, which is is great for them just because they can control the, the amount that they're making yep. and minimize losses. So it doesn't like, this is not something you want to see end up in Ross or end up in TJ Maxx in the, within that first year. Like they want to keep this, I imagine they want to keep this limited, want to keep it premium for the first couple of years and then start to slowly grow out until you know, they can show up at the PGA show and have salesmen out coming to buy pieces for, for the pro shop. So for these first few years, it's yeah. definitely going to be a DC thing. Oh, I, so you, I don't, said, you don't think any clubs next year? You think it'll just be DTC? I think it's going to be DTC for the for the foreseeable future. I, I mean, unless it just does like gangbusters, like out of the gate, which I'm, I, I can't say that, that I, that I feel that sort of energy um then I, I i would say it'd probably be a year or two before we start to see it in clubs um but again that kind of just depends on how this first dtc uh goes and the, and the pricing i do feel like i yeah. feel like it's going to be expensive yeah yeah we Premium. said we said nothing south of 120 here for a polo yeah pretty much i yes. guess i i think that they're onto something I said I texted Keith this when he came out in the homage back to '92, when like in the in the polo. polo. And I said if if they are gonna hit, if they have any traction, it's going to be recreating old looks in a new stylish form. Yeah. If he comes out at the players in a couple weeks, and he's rocking that that peach like yeah. big white stripe from his third amateur, and he you know like he comes out rocking that thing. You might have something, right? Because yeah. you can hearken to big moments of his, and yeah. then capture on that. Yeah, and they and they did that in '92, and and you don't know what, we're, what we were going to see on Saturday because they didn't get to play Saturday. We don't know if there was a different red polo for Sunday than what we saw at the unveilings. So unfortunately, we have to wait. <clears throat> but I think that there is something there. Um, Ollie is obviously doing stuff with him through TaylorMade. And you never know. TaylorMade could also flex their muscle and, and and carve out a little of their space to it in something like a Dix or a Golf Galaxy or a mm. PGA Superstore yeah, to yeah. be like, hey, here's just a little bit, you know, like put this yeah. up, please. Um, especially if we need to keep pumping it, you know, like they have the 
he has the tailor-made muscle now mm-hmm. to to do other things with it i think too which is interesting you know? yeah he has so, the benefit of their of their distribution you know basically right. all across the yeah. country um and how but how how that develops i think will i i still believe it's going to depend on how these first couple of what may 1st march 1st may 1st may 1st may 1st, may 1st. yeah, yeah. How, once see how things go may 1st yeah it'll be interesting to may see day. especially with pricing and everything i i kept getting the feeling like if they did a full range like a 120 polo and an 80 dollar and even a 60 dollar polo I think you'd get a lot of Father's Day gifts. I think I think they could really crush it. But again, you know, what was the timeline? That's the that's the other yeah. thing. A lot of folks, including yourself, are not saying, ah, it feels a little rushed. So maybe Nike was in it to the last minute. Uh, moving on to another Nike player in the news, Rory was just blasted by Taylor Gooch saying, apparently Rory's the favorite to win the Masters every year because already Taylor Gooch is, uh, is sending shots. You made a wonderful video on Instagram, which I, I'm, spoiler alert, I agree with. Um, how do you feel about the live folks and the majors? Um, I think that when they signed to go to live, they knew that the majors weren't going to be a thing. Now they could hope that it would change, but I think they were pretty, I mean, with with the exception of like, maybe like those first guys that went before it was kind of like, all right, if you go like, you know, you got, you're not playing. And even, even those guys, they kind of knew, like, if you go, like, you kind of, you're knocking yourself out of the world golf rankings. You're not going to be invited to the majors, like all of those things. I I feel like that's, that's why you got paid so much money. Like you have to be like, don't, don't come back now and be like, Oh, but bro, but bro, come (laughs) on. Like, I, I, I get it. I get it. Like, it's like, this is, like Taylor Gooch is like expressing like FOMO at like the highest level, but bro, you can't have FOMO if you've got whatever, 10, 15, whatever, how many millions of dollars you got. Like that's why you, you took that money, money to cure the FOMO that, that money. So I looked it up. FOMO cure. So I looked it up and, and I said this when Ron went over, right? He won 18. So Taylor Gooch won $18 million last year just by the three wins and being the points leader for Liv. He won $18 million alone with his three wins. Plus, I believe he got another $18 million bowl. So we're talking 36 mil. That's how much Jordan made in the 90s, by the way, in one year, his math contract. So he made around 36 million. Do you know what the winner of the Masters gets? Three and a half. 2.1. Yeah, I was going to say it's like. Yeah, something like uh, that. Mexico this week was 1.5 or something. You know what I mean? Like it was. Yeah, I think he um, didn't. Wasn't Taylor also the one saying that live like the first live experience of him winning a team championship was better than the Ryder Cup? Didn't he? Wasn't he the one also quoted on saying that? Did he like, say that? Yeah, yeah. I, what other live guys I did? I think uh, I think he's. I'm pretty sure it was Taylor too. He's on Smash, and if I'm gonna pick a live team, it's Smash because Brooks. So whatever. But I, I mean, you're right. It's just FOMO. It's just. It, it wasn't it wouldn't have been an asterisk last year without them there you know what i mean like so and right. brooks is still there rom is yeah, still, they're still there getting, they're still getting <laughs> invites for all this stuff right. for the masters and neiman is there he yeah a special the invite. invite you know so, so i get so there's there's like so many layers to this to this conversation yeah. it's like <laughs> So does that mean every time you won on live that all those get an asterisk because all the players that are in the PGA tour aren't playing against you? So does that mean none of those 
really count? Like, what, oh, we're clipping I, that one. We're yeah, clipping that one yeah. for the game. Like, does that does that mean the two years that Jordan decided to play baseball that those NBA teams that won the championships those years? So do those no longer count because Jordan wasn't playing? Like, yeah. do, do, are we going to take away some of Sam Sneed's wins because <laughs> the the black golfers that couldn't play, Charlie Sifford and all Charlie too, and all like, those yeah. guys couldn't play? Does that mean yeah. those don't count now? So like, where's the like, where's the line, Taylor? Like, if t- Taylor, show me where the line is so we can get determine what exactly counts as a win and what doesn't. Like, circumstances play into it, and that's just that's just how things are. Like, you you decide you made a choice to go to live. Like, no one forced you to go to live. No one made you. There was no one holding a gun to your head. You decided to go there knowing that you would not be able to play in majors that you probably wouldn't get invited to masters that you probably wouldn't be able to play in the Ryder cup that you probably wouldn't be able to do to all those things. And as part of those probabilities, you were like, well, if I'm not going to be able to do all these things that I've always wanted to do. Right. Yeah. And, 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 that's that's and, that's, and I'm not faulting him for that choice that go no. like, Go go with God. That's your thing. But I'm I'm not faulting you for that. But then don't try to come back and try to change. Something. I mean, Rom's Rom's interview with Marty Smith this past week was telling on why he left. He chose less playing time, generational wealth, all that stuff. But then he's like saying Tiger goes to them. Yeah, Tiger's entity is the PGA Tour and what that means. I I don't. Not like you had a real great relationship. You were on, you were in Phil's camp. Let's not remember, like Rom, like like with with Tim being your golf coach at Arizona State. Like you've never really had this unbelievable relationship with Tiger to be like, oh, I texted him and he ghosted me. This is a story. Oh, it's not. Like he, he might have ghosted you whether he, you know, did or not. Will he talk to you at the Masters dinner? Probably, but Tiger's an ambassador of the Masters. You know what I mean, too. So it's just, it's one of those things. Yeah, and that was the thing about that. Taylor Gooch, by the way, backed off the Ryder Cup comments. Uh, I looked it up, so just to be fair to him. Okay. But also, he did make him originally. But but, but he he does make Rory a target because Rory's been the poster boy for the PGA this whole time, right? And I can't wait for full swing, especially when Rory finally oh, said, yeah. "I feel like a sacrificial lamb" and all that stuff. But I think our issue has always been not with maybe Live Golf the format, or maybe it's been with the guys who want their cake and eat it too, as you're saying, Jacques, right? Like yeah. they were in the room at TPC where, you know, Jay said, "If you go, you're out." And then they leave, and then they want to come back, so they want their hundred million plus. They want to take your prize money. Right. It's like, no, that's that's not the deal, guys. Like, that's not how it works. And I think that's the hypocrisy. That's why we've never had a problem with Brooks. We've never had a problem with Dustin Johnson. Like those guys just came out and said, look, you know, work less, get a little bit more. But uh, Keith, how do you feel about it before we move on to the topic of Jason Day? No, I loved Jacques video yesterday on it. And it's just, you know what it is? It's another. It's another conversation in the golf world that we probably didn't need but it was brought up it was another you know social media like post you know like how many likes can we get for yeah for those comments and stuff and it is probably gonna throw a little fuel under rory a little bit big time you know because his name's just being like you said matt his name is just being thrown in every direction right now because he's been kind of quiet He's been yeah. quiet this whole season. Well, and he's he's backed off the comments. He's backed off the piff stuff. Like yeah. he's the one like saying something to Jordan Spieth about don't say something bad about Piff. Like 
it's I think Rory is very much the rumors of uh, him going to live is just it's, yeah, Chubby it's, Chandler saying stuff like, like come on, like and, golf, but here's golf, yeah. I, I said this thinking. about Rory today to somebody after watching the match last night, and Rory just on fire in the match last night. Dude is probably the best, one of the best exhibition players out there because he doesn't think during an exhibition. He just goes out and plays golf. He gets on a golf course, he starts thinking, and I, you know, I think PJ, his former caddy, did a really good job of like keeping him into different things, mm. and and I don't know if Harry does that sometimes. I think they he wanted to like I remember him saying, "I'm going to keep my own yardages." And Harry's just going to carry the bag a little bit, and I think like that, unfortunately, hurts you a little bit because you're you're processing, you're thinking, and you're not playing golf all the time. And I think that's the biggest downfall of Rory. He can win the things, but he he hasn't proven that he can win a major in a very long time. And I think you go back to the Masters, and I just don't know if he will. He's not my favorite this year at the Masters because I just don't think that he's gonna like he can process it to the fact like it's a Saturday or Sunday, like collapse. He was there three years ago, final round, nothing happened. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I want him to be, I want him to get it. Like I do, but I just, I don't know. Matt, I know I saw you looking at me. I don't know who my favorite is yet. Okay. (laughs) I don't. All I know is it's going to change in two. It's going to change in three, four weeks when we do a (laughs) episode with, with uh, teaser alert with Justin, Justin. Yeah, but we do need Jacques' favorites. Masters. I, we need we need some Jacques' favorites right now. <laughs> yeah, for, for the Masters. Masters. Yeah. Um. Uh, I still. I mean, the way John has just been playing the last few years, like it's hard not to include him in that conversation. Um. Yeah. Brooks, obviously, just you know, you you, you like you root for him. Down. Um, who else? Um, and then, I mean, I'm, I'm still in the Rory camp. Like I just, I would love, I would love to see him win a masters, um, just for like the emotional, just like the emotional release that I think all of us as, you know, golf fans would have just to be like, fine. Like, Oh, finally, like, bro, you can stop talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted to see that happen for so long, bro. Thank you. Finally. Um, So I, I would say probably those three probably are 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 the favorites for for me right now. Um, I'm trying to think who else has been been cooking. I, I, I'll give you one favorite who's been playing decent golf. This is segue. I like Jason Day. Jason Day plays well at the at, um, yeah at the Masters, and I think his fits now with Melvin just kind of fit that place. So uh, your thoughts. On the Jason Day Malvin kind of connection now, because Malvin's doing some big stuff. They have the Adidas release. Um, we have Jason Day in fits that are unique, I would say, to this era yeah. of golf fashion. So, uh, <laughs> your thoughts on the Malvin? Uh, I should put on my Malvin hat too, you know. So, um, and and Jason Day kind of connection. So uh, before we say, I'm not sponsored by Malvin or anything like that. So I don't want people just, I just wore the hat just because I wanted to put a hat on. Um, so I think that it's, it's fantastic. And he's saying all, he's saying all the right things as well. Like this isn't about, 
It's not like, oh, I want to be a style god or like any of that kind of thing. It's more like, I just want to be different. I just want to wear what I would like to wear on the golf course. And that's what it feels more like with him. He's wearing things that he would want to wear, how he seemingly would dress in normal, real life. And I think that is what it's all about. Like, I'm on the bandwagon of, like, dress how you want to dress on the golf course. And I've been on that bandwagon, and I'll bang that drum, uh, you know, for as long as I have to. And I feel like he's been able to do that. So many of us have been indoctrinated that you have to dress and look a certain way when you play golf. You have to have a certain personality. You have to be quiet. You can't say anything. You have to do this and you have to do that. And he's, he's helping to usher in, I feel like a a bit more of a movement where you can dress how you want style, how you want and play the game, how you want to play it. And I think that's fantastic. And Malvin is the perfect partner. They're almost like a, golf version of supreme for lack of a of a, of a better comparison it's like a great they're, comp they're really changing what golf collaboration means what golf golf apparel can look like what you can do with golf clothes how you can wear them how you can style them they're really pushing the boundaries on that like they're on the outsides of that conversation and they're making honestly they're making golf apparel something that you can just wear and not feel like you have to be on a golf course when you're wearing it. So that's, it, I think that's a big thing. It seems like Melbourne is what Tiger's like Sunday red vision, what he said it would be mm. like, but it's not going to be, we know that with Tiger that he's not gonna, he's not the fashion person. Whereas Steven has really created something quite unique in yeah. the space and, and he started small he did collabs with nike he's done collabs with the you know he does i think that's really cool there's there's capsules that he does um and they do through everything i remember a couple of years ago they had the printed on the shoes like on the the original like am kind of ones of the nike am ones and they were printing like nike signs and other things on it i thought it was like it's so different and so unique and now what Jason is wearing is not my style, but I can respect it because I think it is just gathering more people into a space that they feel com- they can feel comfortable on the golf course. And right. I think that's the cool part. If you want to talk about growing the game, it is not live or PGA. It is YouTube golf now, and it is fashion and getting people in there. <clears throat> You're wearing the We The Best Gatorade collab with DJ Khaled. That's like a great example. DJ Khaled is playing golf now and getting people involved in golf and being involved. And I think that's something that that Malvin is doing, Stephen did. He, he started out with, with just kind of these like, you know, shambles and scrambles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You played in one just recently with the mm-hmm. Adidas one, right? And so that's kind of his bread and butter, but now they're really expanding on like what they do and how they do it in the fashion world. And I think Supreme is a great comp uh, to that for it's, it's golf Supreme right now. And, and it's ever growing. I think I, I'll say controversial here. I think he's surpassed Supreme. You've never seen Supreme sponsor a professional athlete in his um, space. I know it's controversial. I know, I know. And so, and we could all argue <laughs> Supreme is not the same Supreme since VF took over. Right. Uh, yeah. Although that silver bullet Air Max DN 
that they did for friends and family was ridiculous. But I, I feel like Melbon, like I remember when he did the tie-dye polo and he was the first to bring the clapping hands back. He was the first one yeah. to bring that back. Like that was, he's, I have he's that hat. but for him to actually be able to sponsor a professional athlete. And by the way, I'll make another Two, controversy. By the way, Carly Hull is the better, yeah. I, you know, because she was not getting like, those were not good outfits that she had the last few years. They were not doing her justice. And I think Melbon, he's got a male, female. He's I think he's got two female golfers, right? I forgot. Yeah, I think was. he has a guy on the champ. He has somebody on the championship tour too. I think. Um. Oh, the you know he had the painter's cap all the time. Jasper. Jasper Pernovic. Jasper Pernovic. Jasper Pernovic. So yeah. look, at the end of the day, I I welcome the baggier pants look. Jason Day was looking a little bit different than everybody else. I'm here for more fabric because I am an old dad. And as the great Robin Williams once said, golf is one of the few sports where a white guy can dress like a black pimp and not look bad. That so, you know, so look, it's a different look. Look, if everybody's wearing five pockets and, and sculpted shirts, right? Like, okay. But you all start to look the same after a while. I, I welcome what Jason Day did. So well, are you, are you team more fabric shock? I am. I am team more fabric and his pants weren't even that baggy to be fair. Like it was like, the pattern. Yeah, it was more the pattern, and if like if you look at some old tiger pants, oh. like oh, those things, you, those things with a with a stiff breeze, and he's five yards down the fairway. Man, seconds, you know? tiger was a sailboat basically. With the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I, it, I think it's interesting. You know, yeah. it just it's it's polarizing too. That's the next debate on things, right? Like we have people in our in our friend group and everything that don't like it at all. You know, and like I said, it's not for me, but maybe it could be more fabric means more coverage for this big body. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's, it, you know what I mean? But it's, uh, it's just one of those things where it's, it's different, but you're, you're wearing what you want to wear. He wore something the other day, Jason did. And I was like, that just save that for the masters, dude. You just look like you belong at the masters. It was like green, wow. like you know, but like that. It, I, I'm in, I'm intrigued to see if they do like special capsules for the majors. I'm intrigued to see what they do with their women's line. I think, like I said, I think Charlie looks great this year. And I think women's golf in general needs an upgrade on their style and their fashion because I'm tired of seeing the same, like, 17,000 prints with then eight logos on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think there's something there um, <clears throat> as well. So it, it's um, – I'm happy for them. I, for me, too, where this is always goes back to is that they have – they do deals with Nike you know, in a sense. Um, And so we still have our baby of Nike in in their world a little bit. Not as cool as like the Adidas collab. I think they actually like truly collabed on that. Whereas it's like, he's never going to kind of do a true collab anymore. It feels like, which is. That's another topic. Different podcast. Uh, podcast. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, but you know what I mean? So it's a, it's cool. It, it, it's cool for, for golf. Where do you think golf fashion is headed? Um, I think I think it's headed like the Jason Day route where people will feel more comfortable wearing what they like on the course. It's not about um, it's not about I don't think there's a particular style where golf is headed. I think it's more of golfers will be able to feel like they can more personalize the way they look on the golf course. Yeah. Um, a lot of for a, a long time, golfers felt again. Like I said, golfers had to feel like they fit in, and now they don't have to feel like they fit in. They can play the game the way they play the game. They can dress the way they dress, and I think that is that's the key. That's the 
that's the 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 light that I'm that I'm looking to get to, so I can feel comfortable in a we the best hoodie and Sunday red sweat shorts and playing and play around the golf and yeah. feel just as comfortable in somebody in a pair of of Dockers and a polo. Yeah, that that yeah. part about the Sunday red shorts. Uh, we still haven't gotten tech fleece Nike. Like I still want a tech fleece golf suit before it's before it's tired. And that brings us to our next segment, which is fire or tired. Semi rapid fire here, Jock. Okay, we're gonna we're, we're gonna give you some topics. You could just you could say it's fire or it's tired, and then okay. if you want to expand on it, feel free. Okay. Uh, first topic here: the match. So I missed the match yesterday. I had I had an Adidas Harden event. Uh, they launched the Harden shoe, and so I didn't get to see the match. I saw that Rory won, and I've seen a couple of highlights, but I didn't get to see the whole thing. Um, if it was like any of the other matches, uh, I, I would say um, I would rather um, probably see it be ultra. I, I think it needs to be ultra competitive because like a lot of old matches, like there was just like spankings like almost almost like you got skunk kind of kind of thing so i i I think if they're going to do it the players need to play the the game of making it competitive like play that game kind of thing i think youtube golfers do a great job at that they they make it they they make you understand the stakes of what's going on even if there are no stakes they 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 manufacture the stakes almost like reality TV. And I feel like they need to do that for the match. Like they need to manufacture the stakes so that people stay invested throughout the whole thing. And in those empty moments, like give us something to to talk about. Yeah. Dan Rappaport said it yesterday. He was like, it's almost feels better. Like a much like just boil it down to a 45 minute like vignette and mm. let it just build, build the suspense, cut it together. Like, that's what people are kind of like wanting now. They don't mm. in the dead space of a three hour. They were on like hole sixteen, and they still had two more to go, and it had been like three hours. You because there's so much dead space between moving to the next shot after, and so yeah. Um, see, that's and that's that, I think that's a that's a that's a production thing. I think that yeah. they need to be better. Like knowing this is a lot of it, they need to be better about those empty moments. Um, whether that's getting a comedian or there's vignettes or you're right. interviewing people there they, they gotta be have interesting people in and around the the, the match so that they have places to feel that stuff in because if they don't it just it feels like it's just slogging along and you're getting yeah. and you're, or get and two groups at home yeah yeah, yeah. Or, or get two groups multiple yeah. groups on multiple holes all right fire or tired here we go joggers joggers uh i'm still i'm still in the jogger camp I'm still yes. in the jogger camp. Yes. I'm still, I, I still think, Same. I still think they're fired, especially with the way they're doing with materials these days. Um, the way they can mix them up these days, everything doesn't look exactly the same. Some, some joggers are a little more relaxed. Some are a little more tight fitting. I'm still, I'm still in the jogger camp. I'm not, I'm not anti jogger quite yet. I love it. Cause we're launching a repel jogger this year. Nike is a uh, sequel. All right. Anthony Kim coming back in the desert that's super exciting that's super exciting yeah. um yeah i i want to i want to know what happened yeah <laughs> I, did you tweet and, this or did someone else someone else said it's like with without the story and without like what actually happened 
it kind of just feels like you're kind of you're coming back and just playing for a shit little money. Wait. Excuse my language. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, but like, I want to know, know the insurance. This, I want to know the story. I mean, I not, I know like, there's an insurance thing. Like the I, golf I, world doesn't know it. That's only yeah, just like, rumors. I, you know? I, I want to know. I want to know what happened. And um, but I don't. I want to. I just. I just want to know what happened. It doesn't have to happen now. Right. But I think if he's playing and and he, whether he plays well or he doesn't. Like I just think that story needs to slowly come yeah. out. I need to see him share yeah. what that experience was. I need I need to see an up close interview of him. Is that really him out there? Right, right. Yeah. And his ponytail. The hair's different. Yeah. I'll only believe it if he wears a belt buckle that's bigger than his head club. Wait, he's got know. the more fabric thing. He's got the baggy shorts. It looks like he's back from like 2010. It looks like he's got the big shorts. Oh you yeah, know, the he big was a pant guy too. Yeah, yeah, he was a baggy pant guy. Okay, so the rumor for those of you that are maybe like newer to golf and listening to the podcast, real quick, the rumor was he was he had an injury, he was rehabbing the injury, he pops his Achilles like many professional athletes. He has an insurance policy that says if you get injured, we'll pay you X amount. But part of that was that it had to be career ending. So that means you can't play professional golf again. You get X amount of millions of dollars to just go away. And the thing is, and what grows and adds to the mystique is that he did go away. It's not like he ended his career and went into the booth like Smiley Kaufman. He ended his career and like nobody sees the dude. They just say there's a Bentley that rolls around Texas. And if you see that Bentley, it's AK inside of it. And then there's like rumors of like secret LA Hollywood and Texas poker games and AK comes in with a flat bill and hair down to here. Like the myth, the mythical unicorn that is Anthony Kim after setting the birdie record at Augusta is unbelievable. The guy smashed Sergio Garcia at the Ryder Cup and just went away. He laughed, guys. He left at Tiger Woods. There was a there was a camp. They're doing a camp, and they're like, "What's your pre pre shot? Like, what's your warm up routine?" Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. yeah. And yeah. I'm like, he didn't laugh, laugh. You know, he kind of snickered, right? Like, Tiger's like, "I do this, 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 and that," and then Anthony Kim goes, "Yeah, I roll up in five minutes and I get loose." Like, yeah, yeah, too much to that effect. So, all right, sorry, that's my rant. I just I couldn't resist not saying <laughs> no, the AK story. No, but saying that, that as makes I know me think, it, that makes me think if he couldn't play professional golf anymore. Is that why he went to live? Because that's not professional golf. Or, or does live the is paying him enough? Live, yeah, live is paying the... him enough to pay back the insurance company plus some, right? So you know, like you know, you hear different numbers. Like it was ten million, and you know, he just took the retirement money or something like that. But I mm. have a signed Anthony Kim glove, and I I, I await the return. I cannot. That's wait. amazing. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, we got three more topics, then Gumby or Keith, if you got any for him. Here we go. Uh, fire or tire? Full swing, the Netflix show. Oh, fire. 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 No question. Like, they hooked me. They got I, F, F1 Drive to Survive hooked me. Yeah. And so yep. now I'm just, I'm watching all of them. Like Netflix is just like, here, take my money. Just give me your reality TV sports documentary shows. And that's, that's all I need. It's maybe the best thing that they do now, to be quite honest. Like they hit those ones like perfectly. They're going to do a Red Sox one for this year. They have the tennis one. uh, And then they have, and they have others too that they're doing. And I just, it's really well done. I mean, the the thing is it gets a casual viewer in, right? Like I wasn't an F1 guy. Now I am yep. because I, and, but I don't, but now you start to know like the schedule, like we know golf really well, 
they're going to frame these 10 episodes and they bounce around. Like, I don't know tennis that well. So when they're bouncing around in tennis, I'm like, hmm, what's going on? You know, but, but now we're kind of used to that like format where they bounce around and they pick the storylines and they weave it for like yeah. each episode, you know? And I think yeah. that's good. It's really good. nice. It's good. Fire, yeah. fire, fire for me. Give me, give yeah. me more. Give me Last more. two from me, and they're outside the golf world. The NBA All Star Game. Oh, that's a. Uh, you were talking competitiveness at the match. Yeah, give me a pass. That's a pass. Like yeah. they just, they need to rethink. I think they need to rethink All Star Weekend in general. Yeah. Um, I just don't. I don't think it's exciting anymore. And I, I, I try to, I try to think of this critically. Is it, is it because um, I'm older now? And I don't have the same sort of anticipation that I had for NBA All-Star or has it just gotten boring? Like, um, no disrespect to the guy that won the dunk contest. I, I forgot his name. Mac McClung. Mac McClung. No disrespect to Matt McClung for the dunk, the dunk contest. He doesn't play on an NBA team. I just don't like that. But, you know? yeah, <laughs> he's, he's not an NBA player. He's not winning the dunk contest. Like, that's not – like, that doesn't excite me. Whereas – Steph is winning the three-point contest. The three-point contest now is more exciting than the dunk contest. Yeah. And, and Steph Sabrina was a really great, like, show, you know? But, I thought but that even was... that was – I felt like that was too short. It was one round, yeah. and I was just yeah. like, wait, that's it? Like, that's that's what all this buildup was to that? Again, this is the – this is, like, NBA All-Star Weekend is supposed to be entertaining. It's not supposed to be – like a fight, a battle to the finish. It's supposed to be entertaining. So like that, Steph's got to win. Sabrina wins one. And then we get one more round, the third one. And everybody's like, oh, shit. And then they do it at the same time. Kind of like that. Like that would have made that a yeah. lot more interesting and exciting as opposed to Sabrina going, then Steph going. It should have been three a three-round thing just to get the juices going. Sabrina's obviously got to win one. Steph's got to win one. So we have that third one. It just... Yeah. I don't know. It just, it just didn't feel like it built up to it. I would, we, I was talking to my to my buddy about this, and we were saying that we feel like NBA All Star Game should be kind of like Ryder Cup, where it's like a U.S. versus the international team now. Like that should be That's a good idea. That should be what NBA All Star should be right now. So I guess tired is is my long winded yeah. answer for yeah. for that quick. I like rapid. it. I'm still gonna offer my solution from last year. Each quarter is a game in itself. Game up to 40. First team to 40 wins. Get to the end of it. If it's 2-2, you play in overtime, a fifth quarter. And you actually give the guys money. Just give them money. Forget this charity thing. I guarantee you. I guarantee you those guys, even even if they're making 30 mil a year, you you dangle a million dollars a quarter or something on there, they're going to play. They're going to play. All right, last one from me. Fire retired. Hot topic here, signature shoes. Not just in the basketball world, signature shoes. Oh, I love them. I love them. Fire. Keep keep, keep them coming. Just got to do them right. Just got to do them right. Don't be lazy. I think we've gotten really lazy with signature shoes, and that's why some of the excitement is gone. Um, but on the flip side of that, Anthony Edwards has caused more excitement about signature shoes than anybody in a long time. So it's great to see the AE1 like cooking the way that it is. Do you like the Harden? Now that the Harden has had its debut, since it shares design languages with the AE, which one do you like? Uh, I like I like the AE one more. Um, I think Anthony Edwards is just 
like the marketing Electric. behind him, having him trash everybody else's shoe, have him being like, my shoe is the best, like that sort of energy. Like, you know, like the guys were almost being too nice to each other about their signature shoes. Oh, no, no, no. Like Dame has a great shoe, too. And Kyrie has a great shoe. And KD's shoe is great, too. AE was like, nah, my shoe is the best. Mine is the best <laughs> of all. Of, I don't even I don't. What are what are these things? What are Do you? Do you feel though it's it's easier to have the first shoe be a hit because I think people liked the Luca one, people somewhat like the Jaw one, right? Like Nike's got a pretty good formula for like what that first shoe is. Do, do you feel like the hype just dies down after the second? Like the Kai one, people are pumped about it. Do you feel like when the Kai two comes, like people will be eh? Like is it hard to have a follow up? It, it's I mean I think that like anything, it's hard to kind of follow to follow it up after that first impression of this is what it is. Um, most most shoes i'm trying to think like most signature shoes the second one um yeah i can't think of one where it made it, uh, an impact like the first one it's like that first one is the big impact the second one is kind of like okay we're iterating it's still cool and then they kind of get back on track with the third shoe much like the zion yeah. one the two lost its okay. way i feel like the three is a good shoe just even, poor even guy you has... could say that about the jordans right jordan one great yeah. jordan two meh. jordan three great so yeah. yeah uh i got one i got one last one too um oh no i lost it i'll go Uh oh i got yeah. one real quick I'll let you think gumby real quick fire tire tiger's new logo i know we talked about it really quick but his new logo um I'll say it's growing on me. Yes. Um, yeah. At first, I was kind of like, mm, I want Frank. Give me Frank. Give me Frank. Yeah. Um, but as I as I see it more, I start to, I was like, okay, I'm kind of warming up to it. But I, I do think it depends on the lockup. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the SDR. Um, I, I think the the actual Tiger logo. Yeah, that's great. I think that's cool. Um, and I think that works in a lot of different places. You can do it small, yes. you can do it big, you know, you can do a pattern with it. Like, I think that works. Whereas the SDR with the tiger, just, I don't know. It just, I don't know. It just looks, it looks weird. It doesn't, I don't know. It's, I don't know if it's the symmetry is off yeah. or the placement yeah. of the SDR is wrong. It's always, it's just, yeah, it's it's a logo. Like the tiger's a logo if, without wording. The swoosh yeah. a logo. You know, Adidas logos are three stripes. It's a logo. So you're throwing a little bit of lettering in there. You know, it kind of throws it off a little bit. But I do like it just with the tiger head. And it's been growing on me. It's tiger. You know, I'm gonna like anything he does. I'm sorry, but again, Keith just wants. No, don't be that guy. Don't oh be yeah, that. that's, I've been like I've been like that. I've been like that since I was oh, when he came out. Little kid, when he was wearing the swoosh. Will you miss him wearing the swoosh at all? Yes. Or no? Yes. yes. 100%. Okay. It's still, it's even seeing, like seeing him in person in the Sunday Red, it feels weird. Like, I mean, I've, I've said I, it on, on Hard Pass before, like even seeing Tiger in a Raiders hat feels weird. Like, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's like, mm, like. I, I joke that I'm just pretending that he's just playing in a Ryder Cup or a President's Cup every time I watch him at a at a golf event now. Yeah, that's just what it feels like, right? It's what it feels like. You know, it's even then it's like even though we're like we we get it that he's in a uniform and everybody's wearing the same thing, it's still like that that doesn't look right. It looks strange on Tiger. 
All right, good. I'm glad I turned that back around in a good way. (laughs) Uh, It came back to me, NCAA 25, uh, Tire of Fire, the new EA game. I don't know anything about it. Uh, So so new NCAA football 25 coming out this year, actually paying athletes um, in the college athletic space. Um, $600, you can opt into it and then get a free um, version of the game. That game has like a lore just as much as like AK does now. Um, So exciting to have that back from EA. A little bit different gameplay than like Madden. Um, But all the schools uh, from the D1 level have opted in. So should be exciting. Um, I know there's a big campaign with all the college um, colleges and stuff to be like, we're in the game. So um, oh, that's awesome. Should be that's interesting. Great. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That that, that uh, sorry, I got distracted. Um, <laughs> that's I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome for the college yeah. kids too. Long, and, and you know, they're paying everybody the same amount. I think that's perfect. Okay. Yeah, and it went away because of the O'Bannon case and stuff when before NIL was a thing. So um, good to have it back. But yeah, good to have you back too on the show, man. That was really it's been it's been awesome. I don't know if we have anything else. I think we're we have two shoes to us. score. We have two shoes oh, to score. So two shoes, Jacques. We we do Got a scoring it. system. One's we a review shoe. a shoe every episode. Uh, the scoring system goes five zero means perfect shoe. I wouldn't change anything about the colorway, the silhouette. I would not modify anything. Four means good shoe. I'll pay full price. Three means, eh, I'll wait for the outlets. Two, eh, could have done better. And one, absolute trash. And, of course, no rookie scores. We do the decimal kind of thing. First up, we are going to be reviewing the Jordan 9. Oh, so I want to see – I haven't seen these in person yet, but I'm interested in seeing them because they kept they kept the midsole, like, true to the regular Jordan 9. So I think that's what that's they've been doing be- since 2019, like since 2020, everything's like back to like a true soul. Um, the spikes of white bottom, like it is true to the nine, which had Asian influences. I believe Tinker Hatfield had been traveling through Asia. Uh, this shoe is a low top. Pretty good. I mean, it's got some like, obviously it's interesting because it does have patent leather, right? Yeah. So it yeah, does yeah. have huh. yeah, some no, vibes I, there. I'm going to say, from just seeing it, I haven't had them. I haven't seen them yet. I've been planning to try and go find me a pair. Uh, I'm gonna give it a four. I'm gonna give it a four. I can't give it a five because I haven't like played in it. Um, but I'd, I'd love to see how they yeah. feel on feet because, like, my my personal opinion is that the 12 low is the best Jordan golf shoe. Like yes. performance wise, I feel like it feels the best. Um, it's the most consistent. It locks you in like traction the whole nine i would say the jordan 12 low is the best and the jordan one low is the absolute worst of them of them all um so i i, I would love to see how the nine feels on foot i'm i imagine I'm, I, I can already say it's it'll be better than the one um so i'm if it's better than the one and i wear those uh, i'm all for it oh really quick before we get gumby and nick fire tire jordan one golf who from me <laughs> are from gumby uh, no, for from you. Oh, well, I'm tired of it. But <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm yeah. I'm, not, I'm not tired of it. I just wish it was better made. Yeah, that, well, and was... that's where the pro tro. You and I are aligned. Pro tro is the way to go. Like you have React, you have Zoom. I, I think that's what makes the 12 so special. Is it's got double stack Zoom in the heel and a re- Zoom Air unit in the forefoot. And when they go true to the original, not when they were you know putting free soles like on the sixes. 
Yeah. Uh, this had a fully full air encapsulation, kind of like, but it didn't have a carbon fiber plate like the 11. So um, I'm interested to see how these perform on the course as well. So Gumby and Keith, your scores on the Jordan 9, white, black. As our guy T up with kicks calls it the Space Jam um, because he wore it in the beginning of Space Jam. I am I'm not sure about these. They, I call feel, them statue Jordans because when he was modeling the very, statue, that's weird. Yeah, clunky in a sense. And I haven't worn them, but they just feel big, right? Like they just feel not as like something as athletic um, to what I want in a golf shoe. Um, but I like that they're still keeping like the midsole, like, you know, traditional and, and, and whatnot. So uh, I'm at like a three, one on them. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Matt, is it lighter than the 12? Uh, I, less I think leather, so. less leather. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. the 12 probably a little heavier. I would say yeah. probably because that double stack bottom. zoom and stuff. The, the 12 yeah. is a heavy shoe, yeah, a little right. bit, but you know, cart golf. Most of us are doing cart golf, so yeah. <laughs> no, I like the I like the first colorway that came out. I do love the placement of the Jordan logo on the side of the sole there. Yeah. I do like that, yep, a lot. Really a lot. Good placement for future swoosh Nike golf shoes like the old school classics. But I'm gonna give it a three point five five. Not bad. Three point five five. I like that. I like that. Like I feel like I can see Jordan wearing that nine. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm going five oh guys, and here's why. Um, because we have struggled the last few years with Nike with Jordan retros coming out in horrible colorways and not giving us good colorways until the end of the golf season when nobody's golfing because it's muddy outside. Right. Like the controversy that was that one, which Gumby's holding the white infrared six, right? Remember the, the chaos that that caused because the midsole is black. You know, yeah. we had to wait. It wasn't until East Side. East Side actually gave us something close to an Oreo. We never got the Oreo. Right. Shout yeah. out to East Side <laughs> for sending those. Love you guys. Um, so and even uh, even the 11s here, like with the wrong like soul, you know, like oh, the, but that was both. That was that was. But see, that's no, when know, they were. I'm that's saying. when they weren't doing the original souls. They were actually doing golf souls. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so I got a right. question for you guys. Uh, so I didn't. I didn't mind the free souls. So there's the free souls, oh, there's the golf souls, and now they're doing the like traditional souls. I yeah. Guess. Is there? Do you guys have a preference for one of those three? I'm a free oh, guy all day free. long. Free. But it started with a TW13, right? And then right. I, I wish that I was in the like forefront. I wasn't getting into the shoes as much. I had some, but mm. I wasn't getting into much when the one free came out. When the six frees came out, like. I would have been all over those at that time, but I didn't get them. And now they're like through the roof in price. Uh, so it's not something I'm going to get. So um, I prefer it, but the the best part about these Jordans, and I, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, 11, 12 um, next to me, is that it, it's a lock-in spiked sh like shoe. And that's what I like about the freeze that it's spike and flexible. Um, so I think that's kind of like the best, you know, of both worlds is, is when you can kind of get that, the flexibleness, but with the locking of the spike, because sometimes on the, on the spike list, they're really comfortable. And I love my ones and I love my nineties. Um, but in my AM ones and my AM nineties, but, 
I just there's still something about like a you know that that spiked and the locks in. And yeah. so I think that's that's, that's kind of nice that the Jordans always have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other than an ADG, which we I think we might talk about next, the new ADG. I I feel you, Gumby, a little bit on the 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 free sole. I just I've never with the TW13s and the free sole at the bottom. I've always felt like I've been secure on the ground with my golf swing with the free sole, with the cleats in there and everything. It's just like I've never felt like the tour premieres and the ones I have right behind me here, the tour premieres and like the victory tour threes. I feel like I'm sitting up a little bit higher in them. Mm. So the freeze feel like I'm more attached to the ground, even with the cleated two as well. So that's why that's, they're my favorite. My favorite is a modern golf bottom with a Jordan upper mm. up to a certain number, because what I'll say is the six free is amazing but this was marrying tiger tiger's lore golf modern golf technology with let's face it a six is just an air bubble in the heel that's all we're getting like it's it's not a shoe that you're gonna walk in right yeah. but you put a few free outsole it becomes walkable that's why my all-time favorite golf shoe is still the 11 because this was react right with yeah. zoom air right this is uh or no i'm sorry it was lunar lawn with react right so this yeah. is an amazing feeling bottom right there on the 11. So yeah, if, if it's me, you know, the, the 12 feels great because of the double stack zoom. I, I don't know what an 11 with a carbon fiber and air would feel like. I don't know what the nine was. We'll, we'll find out. That, so yeah, that that's a great have, question. Did that nine have removable spikes? Are the spikes yes. removable on that nine? Yeah. And, and shout out to, uh, this is a uh, soft spikes, uh, TL wow. kicks with Chris works with them. Uh man, that looks like it's part of a molded bottom, isn't it? Yeah, like the yeah. I, I thought it was for a second. I, like I was that. like, wait, I thought those had spikes on them. So I even I'm holding yeah. them and I had to look at it. I'm like, yep, you got to see the holes. Yep, the holes, it is removable. So That's shout perfect. out to them love, and I the cool the grays. Yeah, I have a Ooh. I have a few pairs that I've just destroyed. The spikes are just gone. Oh my god, here we go. <laughs> Jacques, I, I'm just gonna ask you to score, share your thoughts if you want to. <laughs> I am holding the red. Jordan one mule golf edition. Zoom it in. Zoom this it in. Is... I, feel like, I feel like my dog when I'm trying to give him medicine, how he's just like <laughs> you know, I got gummy's like he's not coming back now because of this, because of my foolishness. Um <laughs> I, uh, he's just gonna give it a zero point like one. He might be favorable. Yeah, so um I'll I'll, I'll give it two scores as a golf shoe, which is what it is. I give it a 0. 0.5. Uh, as a shoe to wear around the house, I give it a three. Give it a three. There you go. Gumby. But, like I just <laughs> I just don't I don't understand. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just want like truthfully I could I could do this if it had like fake laces. Just give me like some mm -hmm. fake laces over the top of it because the otherwise it just looks incomplete. It just looks yeah, like something stole something out of that. And it was just like, I'm in the middle of cleaning my shoes and I lost my laces. That's well, that's why I asked like. on the Instagram poll, would these be acceptable to wear socks with? Because when I saw Rocco, with his bare heels out there, like I was like, "Oh, you're right. It does look a little weird." With you know, like, do you need black yeah. socks with it or something? But Gumby, what's your score before? Uh, for like a summer slide, um, I'm just gonna go to the pool after maybe putting on the putting green, which happens, you know, like 
once a year. Um, I'll give it a 2.7. I'm right in there with you. I was going to do a uh, 2.4. I was a little shocked with the the price, too. 110 or something like that. I was thinking, yeah. (laughs) This is is how much I I care about these. I didn't even check what the price was. Yes. Like I, I, I didn't even pay attention to what the price was because I was like, this is not something I would. I'm not spending my money on this, so I don't <laughs> even have a concern about how much they cost. Yeah, hot slide summer. Just, hot slide yeah, it just summer. it just threw like a hot red flag. Summer. Summer. Hot yeah. clog. It's a hot. Summer. It's a hot yeah. The clog posit is coming back. They're making a calm clog. It's gonna be a hot clog uh, summer, y'all. I hope you all accept it. And you know, I have three points to make on this. Number one. Uh, those of you that are mad that Jordan has made a bread color way of this, hey, you know what? Usually when they do some kind of like weird silhouette like this, they give us some silly colorway. Again, give us give us the hits. I'm in love with the colorway. I am not letting Nike off the hook. We still want a bread one high or a bread one low in golf with laces. And even better, throw some spikes in there maybe one day. You know what I mean? So I'm not letting them off the hook for that, right? One. Number two is this is my wife's Jordan slip right here this is from back in the day she's wow. she's worn these that they've actually just brought these back i've always wanted these shoes but they do have a heel they do have a heel which brings me to point number three and gumby i don't know if you have it up but i want to shout out to listener js always because this is the thing and i'm with him it's in the description it is not for playing golfing it is for pre-round post-round and going to the driving range like there is nothing in the description that says go play 18 in these monstrosities go stun on people and guess what you know why i love these because public service announcement too many of y'all have been walking around in sandals after your round showing off those nasty ass toes and those cracked ass heels all right and that's why i'm saying y'all if, if your heels ain't right you better wear socks with this like don't think i'm absolving you and that's that's five zero for me. Five zero for you. Five zero. <laughs> Holy shit! I can't end a rent like you. that with a four two three, right? Like <laughs> uh, I don't even. Host. I don't understand. <laughs> like you understand what a five means, right? Like you understand. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, probably three seven nine. Three seven nine because I. I think actually, I think the white colorways of these will work better for most folks. But um, yeah, I, I dig, I dig weird, I dig weird stuff, and this I is like weird too. I like like I have more I ISPA shoes than I probably will ever wear. I'm all into the weird. That that's not weird. That's just like a bad execution. That's bad execution. Yeah. It's like somebody was like the brief was like, let's make a Jordan. Stop, stop. We don't want it. We don't want to see your calf muscles. <laughs> They're like, let's make a golf like you, shoe. I think, like you said earlier, it it feels like lazy in a sense. You know what I mean? It just feels like something is amiss. Like what what are we doing, Nike, right now? You know, like. And we're here to spin positive fun and be and be the champions of Nike, but we also need to be critical in moments of this <laughs> when you're putting out a, a Jordan One clock. You know, like if they would have just released that as, "Hey, we're gonna make a Jordan slide," I think everybody would be yeah. like, "Oh, cool, okay, cool." Like, and it could look just like that. It's like a Jordan slide, okay. But I think to put 
golf, like to force golf onto that. Like it's almost like they were like this is a golf bottom. Yeah, it's like yeah. they forced yeah. golf onto that for no reason. Like there was no, there's no reason that should be golf. Just make a shoe like oh, it's a Jordan One slide. Cool. All right. Yeah. And I can wear is that. Jordan pulling up in that to the grove, you know and mean? I'd be fine. <laughs> they had a lot of leftover bottoms, a lot of leftover soles. Yeah. What a time! What a time, oh, Jacques! Is there, what have you been up to? Uh, as we as we round out this episode, you've been more than gracious with your time on a late night here. You've been amazing. Uh, we saw you on Golf Channel. I watched yeah. that. That was great. Thank you. Thank you guys for watching. So uh, I am the host for the signature events for the cut, which is super exciting for me. Um, they allow me to kind of bring my own flavor to the, to it and, you know, add some personality to it, a literal personality and a host to the show, which is really fun. It's been really exciting. Um, I'm headed to Orlando next week uh, for API. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, so you'll see me. You'll see me on the cut just just for the signature events for now. The hope is that you know things continue to escalate and we can do more and you can do more with them. But it's been really exciting. It's uh, a very fun show to do. Uh, I'm, I'm at every. I can. I'm at you know the tournaments that I want to go to. Basically, uh, I have a cool like pass that I can get past the gates and stuff. So like it's always that's always fun. I feel like a like a legitimate golf personality like they're welcoming me welcoming me into the fold which has been which has been really exciting but it's great um it's a it's a big step i think for me and a big step for the pga tour like they 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 haven't had someone from my world you know it, our world i should say in you know that's on on their broadcast and on the youtube for them and um this is an opportunity for our really our two worlds to meld and the last few episodes i think have been a good example of that of you know them staying true to their traditional audience but me being there to help reach a broader audience and really bring them into the fold as well and like we really benefiting each other the tour and myself like just benefiting each other like bringing me into the golf world and giving me exposure to their world and me bringing them into my world and giving them exposure to my world like we're doing like the full monty like we're cross posting, like I'm telling stories for them. They're telling stories for me. It's really like a blend of the two worlds in a way that we haven't really seen the tour do, uh, which is really exciting for me. Cause you know, I, I think there's a, there's room for that. And they believe that there's room for that as well, which is why I think it's working so well. That's great. That's yeah, awesome. Man. awesome. Absolutely love it. And uh, let's not wait another year to do this again. This has been amazing. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, whenever you guys need me, I'm available. As long as, you know, there's not mules involved in the conversation, <laughs> I'm, I'm here. Remember to go follow Jack on uh, X or formerly Twitter, uh, at Cousteau and at Cousteau on Instagram for all things sneakers, tech, and golf. It says bacon in his X bio too, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I am a lover of bacon. So, I'm a bacon man. Uh, is this like the also, is this like the impossible bacon for you? Oh, <laughs> all right, all right. I think we've uh, we've talked enough today. Guys. Uh, and also remember, <laughs> become a supporter of the podcast by going to Patreon.com/slash/TheSuiceLife Podcast. This has been a banger of an episode. I'm very excited. Um, this will go out uh, to everywhere that you can subscribe. Watch us on YouTube. Like, follow, subscribe on YouTube. And um, any final words as uh, as we sign off here, Jack? 
Uh, just be nice to people and be grateful that we've made it this far. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Love it. Well said. Uh, for this Roost Life Podcast, it's been Matt, Doc, Keith, and Gumby. See you in the next one. Bye. Make sure you follow us at the Swoosh Life Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And support us by going to patreon.com slash Swoosh Life Podcast or at podcaster.spotify.com. And make sure you're watching us on YouTube. Subscribe, like, and leave a comment for Swoosh Life Podcast. And always listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Swoosh Life Podcast. Checks over stripes, yeah, that's what I like, yeah. that's what we like, yeah.